This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. This alert just came in. This special announcement is for business owners and leaders of organizations who've been waiting for the right time to build. General Steel has made it impossible to wait any longer with rock-bottom prices that could save you thousands. That's right. General Steel, America's leader in pre-engineered structures, is offering buildings at prices you will never see again. Don't miss these prices. A 50 by 100 for under $30,000. You heard right. That's 5,000 square feet under $30,000. Manufacturers, if you need a larger building, try a 100 by 100 commercial building for $129,000. You can't afford to rent with these prices. Imagine a 70 by 100 foot church building for under $69,000. With the economy improving and interest rates still at historic lows you can't afford to wait call 800-605-5370 800-605-5370 call 800-605-5370 small biz. small biz america and welcome back to small biz america here on biz talk radio i am david wolf hope all is well in your business this week and you're having a good one uh, we're going to have Doug Foresta again today with his stand, stand Out and Be Heard segment. That'll be uh, segment three today. And Gabe Arnold will join us uh, for a repeat of uh, his insights, his entrepreneurial insights. That'll be Gabe Arnold from Copywriter Today. Up first, she says, quote, In a nation polarized by violence, hatred, and malicious behavior, the need for kindness is greater than ever before. Jill Lublin is an international speaker on the topics of success through kindness, radical influence, publicity, networking, and referrals. Her three national bestsellers include Get Noticed, Get Referrals, and uh, the, she co-authored a book uh, or, or two, uh, Guerrilla Publicity and Networking Magic. Jill joins us on the line now to talk about her latest book, The Prophet of Kindness. Jill, welcome. Thank you. It's so good to be here. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, you've got a new book out. It's it's time to be on the radio and, and uh, let people know about the work you're doing and, and what you're writing, of course. Now, this area you're in, and I don't believe that um, I've had anyone on my show in eight years that's talked about uh, the concept of kindness as something that uh, framed as a profitability idea. So talk to us a little bit about the you've talked about the power of giving first just walk through some of sort of the high level ideas that uh that are happening for you and and also of course the inspiration for the book itself sure well a couple things one is 
the inspiration came from my 82-year-old friend who, you know, is going through mm. some aging issues. I've been friends with her for more than 20 years. I've been helping yeah. her a lot. And one of the days she looked at me and she goes, thank you for being so kind to me. Wouldn't it be nice if we had a new currency, she said, the currency of kindness. And in, in that moment, I thought, what a great book. What a great possibility. And then in the research for the book, what was fabulous is we found out using what I call a sevenfold path to kindness. So instead of ROI, we have return on kindness or rocks, as we call it. Mm-hmm. And those rocks, what's great is they're everything from being flexible to being patient to having compassion and, uh, and more. But one, one of the things we found is that if a company or a business, small or large, is any of those things, and all of them combined, of course, create an incredible return on kindness. But what happens is their revenues go up, their teams function better, and even if that's, you know, you have independent contractors, no matter how small and large your business, and your clients are happier. So as far as I'm concerned, that's a good, you know, one-two punch for for being kind. It's kind of a funny yeah, yeah, Exactly. Right? And this concept of currency uh, return on kindness, rock, as you put it. How brilliant! And the thing about kindness is, unlike um, currency itself that we're used to, even gold, they have scarcity. But it seems to me, and I bet you'll agree, that kindness is really infinitely available and scalable to the extent we want to employ it. Right? Exactly. I mean, the the reality is that kindness is the new is the new respect. Uh, it's important if you look at trends in major companies. Honda is running a kindness campaign. McDonald's did a pay it with lovin' campaign. Kleenex has done a kindness campaign. I can name you multiple companies just because they're all listed in Profit of Kindness who have done very kind things inside of their company, thereby creating better companies, better employees, and more bottom line. Jill, in your mind, does... Well, it's all kindness, but I want to separate what we're talking about, if it's appropriate, from giving 10% to the charity of your choice, for example, or creating a foundation. I mean, this is very, you're talking about behavioral kindness everywhere around you, 360, right? Absolutely. And yes, um, you know, giving away money is, is part of generosity, one of the return on kindness paths. And, you know, everyone makes different choices around that. Like, I I teach a publicity crash course every single month. And one of the decisions I made that's been my kindness act is that I always give away a seat for a scholarship to a nonprofit. And that is a must for every course I teach, whether they're both live events or live Zoom webinars, which I also teach. So, you know, uh, taking actions and however it looks in your business, in my case, it's giving away a publicity course. Some people's cases, it will be giving away time or money or energy, you know, and I think any of those decisions are good ones. I want to ask you a question. I've been working quite a bit on sort of what we'll call collectively the power of now. The idea that we're in our moment and the future is imagined and the past is baggage, or I don't like the word baggage, but the, the past is uh, also, to some extent, a, a narrative that's been accumulated and isn't really relevant to the now. My question is this. What gets in the way, and I know you probably prefer to speak about this in a positive sense, but what gets in the way of people behaving kindly? We, when we talk about how to communicate in kind and productive ways, 
why would people choose not to do that? What what is the obstacle? Well, I think some of it is cultural conditioning. You know, in business, you got to be a shark and all that fun stuff. In fact, Kevin Harrington of Shark Tank actually gave me a wonderful endorsement for Profit of Kindness, uh, which I just love, the guy who does Shark Tank. Exactly, because he's got a persona that's pretty rough around the edges. Yeah, That's right. Well, but the point is that kindness works and actually makes you stand out in business. So I think that uh, perhaps a little bit of cultural belief has contributed to that. Um, Sometimes it's a personal story that somebody has around how they have to be in business. But the truth is we're we're in a new time. And if you look at the trends with social media, with the impact of uh, the connectivity, the truth is people want to be more connected. They want more personal touch. They want to be really, you know, human beings versus it's just all over social media. Well, certainly social media helps in the publicity and the messaging. I'm just saying what I'm seeing as a trend is, is people want to be counted and looked at as individuals and counted, you know, even though they're part of a a bigger bottom line, they want to know they matter. The book is The Prophet of Kindness. We're visiting with author author Jill Lublin. uh, And, of course, the website, www.profitofkindness.com, just like the book title. Congratulations on the book. Um, This is all about mastering the art of building trusting, long-lasting relationships through open, non-adversarial interchanges, of course, I'm quoting from you, uh, that result in mutually beneficial uh, beneficial outcomes. So uh, I want to take a subset of all of this that you call integrity. What is integrity and, and how do you suggest we maintain it? Well, okay, so obviously we we all hopefully know what integrity is. It means keeping your word and doing what you say you're going to do. You know, the golden rule that our parents taught us, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And guess what? This is still good business principles. So uh, maintaining integrity is both the kind thing to do, and if, if there's an issue or a problem, you know, what I find best with my consulting clients, is, is just go to them and tell them, here's what's up. I mean, here's a great example. I had a, uh, an emergency with one of my pets, and I had to shift a webinar that I was teaching for a woman and her, and her tribe, so to speak, her business owners. Yeah. And, you know, she, she was very understanding about that, and, and it's just what is, right? Life happens. Um, so I think being flexible is really a key also to keeping integrity and sometimes knowing when you have to just fess up and go here, it's not going to work for me. Uh, like, I'll just tell you last week I had a consulting, a PR consulting client and I got on the phone with her in her session and I could tell she was nerve wracked and probably, you know, hadn't done her assignment. In fact, she said that first to me, listen, I haven't done my assignments. I know, you know, some things are due. And I said, you know what, why don't we just reschedule? It's really okay. She goes, really? Because, you know, your policies say that I get charged for missed sessions. I said, yes, and, you know, that uh, in my opinion, 80% of the time the rules work, and 20% you need to be flexible. And you know, <laughs> It's so a new application of 80-20, right. Yeah. That's right, that's right. And holding someone, you know, accountable when you know it's not the right space and time for them. I don't know how good that really does anyone. So I'd rather have a happy client who says, isn't she wonderful, than a client who feels pressured and, oh, my gosh, I have to keep the session no matter what. So I think that's really a key, being flexible. Yeah, yeah. And flexible, really, uh, to me, uh, Jill, 
it, it almost grows. I mean, you're describing someone who is fearful of having to pay, of fearful of being judged by you, her consultant, her coach, and uh, and therefore it affected her behavior. And I guess this might point back to my original question. I think you're answering it now. One of my original questions, which was, what causes people to not act kind? Um, and an understanding that a lot of that, I think, is born in fear. Do you agree? Absolutely. It, fear of, the, of having to stick to all the rules, fear that you better have your own way. Um, yes, I absolutely think it's born in fear. And what's yeah. fascinating is when you see kindness, kindness is what creates better business, better practice. And, you know, people being yours forever, so to speak, meaning that kind of customer loyalty, you just can't buy. I love it. We're visiting with Jill Lublin. She's the author of Profit of Kindness, the website one and the same, ProfitofKindness.com. More with Jill after the break. Don't go away. Do you want to take the great shows of BizTalk Radio wherever you go? Well, now you can with the new BizTalk Radio app for iPhone and Android devices. Now all the great shows of BizTalk Radio are with you wherever you go, just an arm's reach away on your smartphone. Download today at the App Store or the Google Play Store and get the brand new BizTalk Radio app. It's biz for you wherever you go with the new BizTalk Radio app. Hi, I'm Joan London. If you're worried about your parent or loved one living alone, like I was, and you want reliable senior care information, then call a place for mom, the nation's largest senior living referral service. Finding an apartment that was on the courtyard with the view of the trees, the view of the ducks, the stream, the creek, all of that, that was what I needed. You'll get free information on assisted living, Alzheimer's care, nursing homes, even important financial information. Here's the number. To speak to a local senior living advisor, call A Place for Mom at 800-506-0320. That's 800-506-0320. A Place for Mom is a free service, and you can trust them to help you. So if you're struggling to find reliable senior living information, there's a place for answers, a place for mom. To speak to a local senior living advisor, call A Place for Mom at 800-506-0320. That's 800-506-0320. Spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with Principal Office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-425-1023. That's 800-425-1023. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 
Due to an upturn in the economy, Main Street Business Loans has pre-approved the release of millions of dollars in small business funding. Your business may already be pre-approved to receive up to $250,000. We've sent out millions of pre-approval letters. We see the economy growing, and our underwriters believe now is the time to invest in your business so you can grow faster and make more money. And we're prepared to give you up to $250,000 to do it. Your funds can be available in five days. There are no application fees, no annual fees, just quick access to up to $250,000. If your business did not receive your approval letter to get up to $250,000, call Main Street Business Loans Approval Desk now. 800-430-7570, that's 800-430-7570. Biz Talk Radio. Small Biz. Small Biz America. And David Wolf back with you on the Biz Talk Radio Network with Jill Lublin. She's the author of Profit of Kindness, the website, sorry, ProfitofKindness.com. Jill, welcome back. Thank you. Glad to be here. So you have a story to tell, and that's always wonderful on the radio. It's all about theater of the mind here. A story that really illustrates kindness and how it made a difference. Go ahead. Yeah, thank you. Well, you know, it's interesting in, in writing Profit of Kindness, I was very blessed to really talk to different CEOs and different kinds of companies and see what they were doing. And one of the stories we came across was a young man in New Hampshire who called up Panera Bread Company. And I'm sure we've all heard of that. Uh, you know, it was yeah. the location. And he said, my grandmother is very sick, and what she really wants is your clam chowder. Well, it was Tuesday. Turns out Panera doesn't serve clam chowder on Tuesday. They only serve it on Friday. But the person who answered the phone, which, by the way, was a minimum wage worker, not a supervisor, had no authority, yeah. said, you know what, let me – See what I can do. And the next thing you know, she's whipping up some clam chowder for this young man and his grandmother only to make both of their days, weeks, and frankly, help the grandmother feel better. Now, who doesn't love that, right? And so here's what's interesting. That Panera story of that one woman in her one store creating an act of kindness and saying yes to the young man to do something that was, quote, unquote, not being done that day, not served that day, against their policy even that day. She, she took it upon herself to be extremely kind. That story went viral. And 215 views later, 215 because they did a whole YouTube channel, do you think that Panera got incredible publicity because of that? I mean, I'm a publicity expert, so I'm always looking at, can does kindness equal publicity? Yes, it does. Does it always? No, but certainly in many cases – People will remember you, talk about you, go viral with you. That's what I'm talking about to create the kind of movement that our society needs right now. Well, so so beautifully said. I mean, a, that story says it all. It's all about, and it's it's 
sometimes cliche to say, you know, one act of kindness at a time. But the truth is, is that if we're just in our presence, in our moment, at any given time, there are opportunities to do what you might might consider to be a small thing that actually has the capacity to become a very, very, uh, well, to say it in business terms, scalable event in your business. And I know that this person did not do it because they wanted the publicity for the brand. They did it because there was something they knew that it would help and it would make them feel good as well. And the uh, the ROK on that, ROK, that's great. Rock, the rock on that, as you would say, the return on kindness is that Panera did benefit. And uh, uh, there's the story as it unfolds into the uh, the uh, the cultural um, the zeitgeist of, of the times. That's right, exactly. And realistically, how much does it really cost you to be kind? Nothing. <laughs> That's really the point. And, and when I'm training in corporate now and helping teams be more kind, because frankly, in a lot of companies, they aren't very kind. And there's a lot of effect it has on team productiveness, bottom line revenues, you know, creation of the feeling with the client. All of that really affects client experience and Absolutely. customer retention. So that's what, that's what I'm talking about. That's what kindness does. Absolutely. What's really interesting when you go in and you have group dynamics that are going on and then you, you get to see, I'll bet you see a lot of different cultures in the companies that you consult with, right? Absolutely. But I'll tell you one thing I, I do see is that kindness is a problem for a lot of companies. And then there's the good news that on the other flip side and companies are bringing in who absolutely value kindness, who know that to practice it increases their revenues, increases their viability, their PR, their, uh, shall we say, perception in the marketplace. And, and they're not doing it because of that, but the great news is they discovered that kindness works. So I love you know, the fact that now it's being used. And they may find in all of this that it isn't just about business. It's actually going to make them more fulfilled in their own lives if they start to see how that plays out. And I find that a lot of this is, I mean, when you look at a, a group where they're stressed out and they're, Impatient. I said the fear word earlier. Is that what this the core of all of this is? It's just different ways of being fearful, uh, anxious, um, anticipating the worst. Um, I, you know, all the different. I'm not paid enough. I mean, those are all fear-based, right? I mean, this is my spiel. I don't know if you agree or or if you'd say it differently. Well, I think that's a really accurate description. And fear, unfortunately, translates into behaviors that don't really reflect well on a company, mm -hmm. on an individual, on a team member. You know, so no matter if your business is one person and you're an, entre you're an entrepreneur with a small team or if you're mm -hmm. a bigger company, you know, in, in the fortune list, what matters is the perception of your company. And that when, makes no difference as to size. That is exactly right. It is your brand, really. The, the customer's experience of your company is really where your brand lives, uh, maybe 80% of it to use your 80-20 idea from before. When you work with groups and companies, do you also include the leadership, or to what extent is that yeah. a part of yes, it? Yes, absolutely. It depends on on who's hiring me. Uh, often it's a team manager. It could be through HR. It could be mm -hmm. uh, through the CEO and CEO and marketing department. It usually depends on what's happening in the teams. And typically, I get hired throughout either the teams and or HR you know, uh, shall we say, funneling me into an area. Yeah. 
When you wrote the book, Profit of Kindness, which, by the way, the website's the same, profitofkindness.com, I uh, plug it where I can. The When you wrote the book, you mentioned that you did a little bit of research. I got about a minute or so left. Tell us a little bit about what that looked like, the research phase of all of this. Well, the research was based on companies that I knew were kind, and then also I had a, a writer helping me, and so she did a lot of research. And, you know, the good news is there's a lot of, shall we say, when you Google, you can find a lot on companies who are kind. And now even more with what's happening in the world, we are finding, you know, evidence of companies that are taking a stand with regard to whatever issue is up. And those are other ones I'm zooming in on. The fact that Starbucks just said, we're going to hire, you know, X amount of immigrants over the next 90 days is a kind gesture. That's what I'm talking about. Right, right. And of course, you know, look, we're sitting here in... uh, mid-February in the United States. So we've got a new administration and there's a a lot of discussion about the kindness or the lack thereof in certain instances in terms of style and in terms of uh, the level of um, uh, sort of verbiage that sometimes uh, comes out, be it tweets or otherwise. And uh, it can be challenging in an environment where, you know, where we're trying to keep peace internally or inner stillness as well as, you know, do business kindly so that our brand continues to survive in that context. So it's it's quite extraordinary. Jill Lublin, such a delight to have kindness on our show this week. The book, once again, is The Profit of Kindness. The website is one and the same, profitofkindness.com. You can find more information about the book there and about the work Jill is doing everywhere to spread the love. Jill, thanks for joining us on the program. Thank you so much for having me. You are welcome. Jill Lublin, Prophet of Kindness, uh, reminding you that if you're interested in having your own podcast, we produce podcasts and we produce nationally syndicated radio shows like this one across our network of 240 stations nationwide on BizTalk Radio Network. Contact me at smallbizamerica at gmail.com or visit my website, which has changed now. It's uh, podcastandradio.com. We'll see you next week. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-521-9579 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-521-9579 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-521-9579. That's 1-800-521-9579. Again, 1-800-521-9579. If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. 
Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-373-0345. That's 800-373-0345. Again, 800-373-0345. Any home or business can quickly become infested with mold with the introduction of a water source like a roof or plumbing leak. When your home, your belongings, your business becomes damaged, it's not just about cleaning up the mess. It's about reclaiming your life, and that's why you need to call the Water and Mold Removal Hotline, a licensed, fully insured, affordable, non-invasive solution to solving any water and mold problems. Our team of trained specialists are available with 24-7 emergency service. We will quickly evaluate your problem and give you a plan that will guarantee results. Water causes damage and mold can spread throughout your property in as little as 48 to 72 hours and can produce allergens and irritants that have the potential to cause serious health hazards. So don't waste time. Give us a call now. For any water or mold problems, call the Water and Mold Removal Hotline. Call 800-432-8430 today for a free estimate. That's 800-432-8430. 800-432-8430. Non-attorney paid spokesperson. Could your house go into foreclosure? Are you behind on your mortgage payments? Does it seem like the bank has no interest in helping you save your home and you feel like you have nowhere to turn for help? Then we have good news for you. Foreclosure Protection Services can help save your home as they specialize in foreclosure assistance. That's all they do. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, or been the victim of a predatory loan, it's critical that you call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-844-3056. Their network of attorneys and their agents are available to speak to you now. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, Foreclosure Protection Services can help stop the foreclosure process. Call today before it's too late. New laws are in effect that may save your home. Call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-844-3056. 800-844-3056. That's 800-844-3056. How deep in debt are you? $10,000? $15,000? Maybe even more? And every day that goes by, you know what happens. Your debt gets larger and larger and larger. Well, if you've had it with your mushrooming debt problem and the stress it is causing you, make this free call today to the Debt Solutions Network. One quick no-obligation call is all it takes for one of our partner companies to show you how they can help you get out of debt. So if you have $10,000 or more in combined debt and you want to learn how you can solve it, make this free no-obligation call now. 800-814-5035. 800-814-5035. If you are in serious debt, you have to get out of it and fast. Call my friends at the Debt Solutions Network now. 800-814-5035. 800-814-5035. Call us 24-7. Biz Talk Radio. It's time to stand out and be heard with Doug Foresta. In this segment, Doug explores what it takes to become a thought leader in your field, featuring leading experts about how they became thought leaders and how you can do it too. And now here's your host, Doug Foresta. 
Hello and welcome to the Stand Out and Be Heard segment. With me today is Zev Halpern. Zev, uh, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Doug. Thank you. And um, for, do you want to just tell people a little bit about uh, – first of all, I want to say – Zev, you you and I go way back. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We, we do. go way back. But you you are a licensed Two thousand years. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you are you're a licensed psychotherapist. Yes. And at some point you made the switch over to well, can you tell people exactly what you made the switch over to? So for a long time I was splitting my time between being a private practitioner with an office in my house. And I had a, a company which I, where I did employee assistance programming. And in employee assistance programming, you don't choose who comes to you. And in um, regular, being a regular practitioner, a lot of times you don't know or choose who's coming to you. And um, so I did that for a long time, and I, I, I wasn't always feeling so great about it. Um, I was working with people who I really didn't want to. Um, I just didn't feel um, that the process or the way this, the way the service was working was was helping people. It was more um, of a because it's employee assistance. It's kind of a system, and I didn't like that so much. I wanted to be somebody who really put it out there for people, um, help them, help pull what's really going on out of them so that they can move ahead of these obstacles. Um, and uh, in order to do that, and in the world of therapy and private therapy and all that, you have to basically leave a certain, um, a certain way of doing business behind. And uh, the insurance business and the insurance panels and managed care, which was a word that appeared all of a sudden and created havoc in the in the therapy industry and um, it's chased many many therapists out of the business but some of them have found their way to not just be therapists anymore but to be thought leaders to be um, coaches people who 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 can really focus on more than just um, you know the clinical realities and impositions that that has on how you're able to work with somebody. There's a lot more you can do for people outside of that industry than inside, especially if you happen to be a pretty good clinician. Well, you know, the thing is, I think about it this way, not to beat up on health insurance companies, but I will, because I did this work as well for a long <laughs> you time. Be alone. Exactly. You know, we're basically the thing when when I when we and I'm sure you know you and I probably share this. I think a lot of therapists out there a lot of people who are even I'll say a lot of healthcare practitioners, they are allowing themselves to be basically peace workers or you're almost like a factory worker. It's you're, the you're, truth. you're pretty so much, they're looking for a clinician. When people called me, they weren't, it's not because they thought, wow, Doug really is the expert in such something, or they really valued my opinion or what I did. It was because I had the right license. They could bill for it. And it was just churning people through a, a, a factory of sorts. And That's then, right. you know, the difference between that and being a thought leader, I think is pretty profound. So let me ask you this question, Zev. How did you start practically making that transition? Like what things did you start doing to position yourself as a thought leader? I had to go out and talk about myself. I had to go out and, and promote um, a different approach towards helping people with their problems as 
Um, you know, you can look through the yellow pages and you can find therapist A, B, or C, or you can take a look at um, this approach, a, a much more holistic, a much more a, d a deeper approach um, that doesn't that isn't bound by by certain clinical practice guidelines. And um, of course, you have to have guidelines. It's crucial. But we're working with people, and and sometimes in, instead of the factory that you were talking about, you're able to work with with people um, on their level, try to get where they're really coming from without some kind of um, clinical outcome. It's more of a, a life outcome. And that's a very different thing, um, you know, than a lot of people get out of the traditional therapy that, you know, they find, however they find it, either through their insurance company who makes them go to a certain person or um, through some other panel arrangement. Um, you know, yeah, it's like <laughs> the difference between, you know, not again, you know, like, uh, you know, I would, you know, patient X will bathe every day for three months, you know. Um, exactly. we're, we're aiming for something a little bit higher. Now, the other things that I know you did is that you created your own, you created your own show. Can you tell people about, about that? So one day I went to want to a breakfast, um, mix and, you know, meet, um, whatever they're called and, and meet and greet. And, and, and I saw all these different people and there was a, they had a particular program going on, happened to run into, and it happened to take place at this community TV station. And I was talking to the program manager and they said, you know, we have a divorce show. We probably should have a marriage show. Uh, <laughs> interested in that? And, you know, that, that, that thought was kind of like, in, it, when, when I got that question, I don't know if I was so ready to say yes, because you have to create a show um, that comes across. And I knew that it would be like the beginning of a different journey for me. I'd have to open another door. I'd have to go through it. And it wouldn't be just a smooth riding. You know, when you're doing therapy, people walk into your office. Hello, how are you? Uh, I guess you have some marriage problems. Um, you know, and, and you know, except one of them will say, we don't have any problems. You know, that kind of thing. And only one of them has problems. Right, exactly. You know, um, just, just perfect. But the, the, the truth is, you, you know, the camera doesn't lie. And the TV camera doesn't lie. So you got to get up there on this platform and you have to come up with some kind of um, format for a show, which I worked with and massaged, and some worked and some stuff didn't work until finally, you know, four years later, I've come up with a with a with one that works, and the people are liking it. The music matters, the approach matters, the people who you interview matter, um, all the crew who you have doing the show matters, and it's all you know. I happen to be producer and host. Not all the shows at this particular entity are produced and hosted by the same person. Um, in this case, I do both of those. And um, it, it's, a, it's a lot of work. And lot of Zev, work. just to give people a little bit of more sense of you, I think this is one of the things I love too about you sharing <clears throat> your voice is that, so I can't imagine that you were able to fully share your voice when you were doing clinical work in, in the way that you that you were. I mean, you're someone who you were raised, you're the son of a rabbi, right? Yes, I am. Your son of a rabbi who has this show that's the raw, raw marriage, right? Raw marriage. That's and right. you know, you yeah. get into it. You know, you get you get deep into the topics that you know. Not since Dr. Ruth Westheimer. <laughs> people could say I'm a bit irreverent. Um, but <laughs> exactly. People also, but people could also say, and I would hope they say, 
Zev puts it out there. You put Zev. it out there. But let me ask you this question. Were you able to do that in your old life? I did it through my sense of humor, and, right. but, I, but I was guarded. You were more I was guarded. Much more guarded. But I've always had, you know, I've always, believe me, if you're, I mean, for all us um, preacher men, sons and daughters out there, some of us luckily got the sense of humor, which is the thing that saves some of us. And that saved me. It always has. So I'm able to, to, to use that. I use that in my practice. I use that in groups. I used it when I was working with the, um, with in rehabilitating drug addicts. Um, it mattered. Um, now I can go much further. You know where you know nothing is taboo, nothing is off limits. That's right. a real big space to operate in. And uh, you say things that people will never say. And some of them need you to say that for them because they'll never say it to their partner right. or their partner will never say it to them. So it has to come out. And um, there's a lot that's not being said in marriages and um, a lot of secrets, a lot of things. And when you bring it out, other people, they, they just, you know, the, the, it, it rises up, it elevates. And um, the room gets filled with things that you would never hear. And, well, Zeb, tell people how they can follow, follow the show and check it out. I really encourage them. You can to follow the show on YouTube, uh, youtube.com, Zev Halpern. And um, I, I also have a podcast that's on iTunes and iHeartRadio. They're both called The Raw Marriage Show. They're both different content and different. I interview different people. Um, my um, website which has huge amounts of free resources for people who have trouble with their marriages is rechargeyourmarriagenow.com. Recharge your marriage now. Very important to put the now in. dot <laughs> com. Zeb Halpern, I'm really glad that you did decide to step out and uh, and become a thought leader. Thank you so much for joining me. And thanks so much, Doug, for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you. And we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back next time. Up next, more Small Biz America on the Biz Talk Radio Network. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If you're making the minimum payments, but your balance is just not going down, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it will take years to get out of debt, call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 5 million people with credit card debt. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. If you're struggling with credit card debt, the first step is yours. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-350-3241. 800-350-3241. That's 800-350-3241. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services or by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19, Oregon DM80031. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission. License number DC32.
Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-721-6723, 800-721-6723. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-721-6723, 800-721-6723, that's 800-721-6723. Hello Americans, it's Uncle Sam here. If you owe $10,000 or more on your federal or state income taxes, I've got important news that may help you negotiate a lower tax bill. The IRS, with their Fresh Start initiative, is offering more flexible terms to Americans looking to settle their IRS debt. They can help you lift your wage garnishments, stop bank levies, and put your tax problem behind you once and for all. If you owe tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands of dollars to the IRS or state, our team of tax professionals can resolve your case and stop collection actions against you. Even if you've been audited or haven't filed a return in years, we can help. Call right now and find out if you qualify to settle your debt for far less than what you owe. 888-794-1642-888-794-1642-888-794-1642. National Funding Group has just released $100 million in easy access small business funding to businesses that gross at least $100,000 a year. You can have fast access up to $500,000 in new business capital in as little as 48 hours. Think about the ways you could grow your business if you had up to a half a million dollar cash infusion. Call a NFG funding expert now. The process is easy. It only takes about five minutes. Then our management-owned lending team looks at your application for a fast approval. You can get 100% funded in about two days. If you need up to $500,000 in working capital to run your business and you gross at least $100,000 a year, call NFG and apply today. 800-296-1564. 800-296-1564. That's 800-296-1564. All right, guys. We're ready for our four-season sunroom, and Daddy's going to get a rec room with refreshments. Oh, no. We'll be sleeping under the stars. Mom, what about the one with, you know, the fun? Nice try, little bro. It's a gym. My gym. Hey, Grandma's getting her Four Seasons garden room. Weather tight and still like being outdoors. Maybe a living room. Oh, no. Wait. A family hub. Yeah. No matter what the budget, the season, or the climate, Four Seasons Sunrooms let you and your family enjoy the outdoors inside. Call now to hear more about these great offers from the premier manufacturer of sunrooms since 1975. More reasons for four. 
you find out more, call toll-free, 800-973-5533. That's 800-973-5533. Call 800-973-5533 today. Biz Talk Radio. Small Biz America. The Braves. He's the founder of CopywriterToday.net, an expert in email marketing automation, sales, and marketing. And, of course, he's the recurring guest here on the Small Biz Brain, Gabe Arnold. Welcome back to the program. Thanks, David. Glad to be here. So you have some interesting talking points that you sent me just uh, before our record time today. Uh, I'm just going to toss it to you. This sounds like a what they call in the radio business uh, a monologue. <laughs> Yeah, um, I was thinking about today uh, just the importance of always being flexible and having a, a plan B and, and plan C, um, just because, you know, things like this have happened to me many times. But yesterday I was running a huge email campaign um, to about 65,000 contacts, and in the middle, wow. my one of my email server providers said, hey, we can't run this campaign anymore. Um, which is pretty wow has happened to me before. <laughs> um, but it's always, so what happens in that, without getting into the details, I'm sorry, you probably were just, I didn't mean to step on you, but I was going to ask the question you were probably answering. What, what happens when an email, I mean, is it the content of the email, or is it just too much, or what, what happens there? There's so, there's so many things that can affect that, <clears throat> excuse me, and, um, you know, one of them is, like, if your just volume of sending goes up a lot, then that makes email providers nervous. If you get mm -hmm. a few too many people unsubscribing, if you get some, you know, incorrect spam complaints, people forget that they subscribe to you, and rather than well, clicking the unsubscribe link, they just click the spam link. Um, it happens every day mm -hmm. in campaigns, but okay. sometimes when you hit a large volume of, you know, or have a large project or have a lot of growth in, in a campaign or a list, then it can just, just catch you off guard so it made me made me think of kind of what I wanted to share today because um, it's you know things like this happen in business all the time and even though it throws you off you know your ability to you know change course or adjust or adapt is what's important um, and I remember it's probably been five or six years or maybe even more now um, I was sitting down asking some advice from a business owner who had built and sold three multi-million dollar companies before he was 50, um, which, you know, I was super impressed by that. And sure. he told me a couple of things, but one of the things that he told me that really stuck with me was he's like, he's like, at minimum, you always have to have a plan B and plan C. <laughs> um, because so always have two always backup breaks. plans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's like, he's like, that's probably, he's like, that may not even be enough. He's like, but at least have those two, you know, backup plans in place. He said, he said, plan A will never work. Like, you know, he was, he was you know, not trying to be pessimistic about it, but just be realistic and say, like, you may not, um, you may not realize it, but something's going to come up or something's going to change or products change or labor forces change, unexpected things sure. happen. Um, and, you know, he really, you know, just shared with me is like my ability to, you know, my my success comes from my ability to be flexible and change course and you know pivot when something doesn't work out as planned. That's um, interesting. He actually attributed his own success to that flexibility, that adaptability, and uh, you know they say that about business plans too. Of course, they are moving 
uh, organisms, living, breathing organisms that are constantly changing and adapting and planning, projecting, planning, projecting, right? So uh, this is a, no, it's a fascinating um, state of mind for a business owner to be in when in a world where it's easy to get attached to one way of doing it, right? Yeah, that's the other part of it that's important. Not only do you have to have the plan or the ability to adjust, you know, you have to have the secondary backup plans and then the ability to be flexible and adjust, but you have to step away from the plan A failing and, and stop, you know, taking that personally and just be, and realize, Hey, this is business. And you have to have a level of mental toughness that, you know, says, okay, I can deal with anything that's thrown at me and I can adjust and rebuild or reorganize or shift. Um, because if you let the initial shift in plans or that initial failure, I mean, that's honestly what plan A not working is. It's a failure. If you let that really get you down or bother you, then you're going to not, you're going to lose motivation. You're not going to be focused on the bigger goal and you're not going to be able to, to ride it out. Um, and that takes time to learn that. And it takes time to kind of develop that emotional intelligence and that, you know, toughness as yeah. well, because yeah. it's hard to watch things fall apart. <laughs> No, you know what? I was going to say the emotional, this is really largely so much of business is an emotional capacity. It's emotional conversation. And you pointed out emotional intelligence to be able to handle what you don't know that you don't know you don't know. And, uh, yep. and part of what this guy, if you read, sort of listen between the lines, it's kind of like that's what he was saying. I was emotionally prepared for the for my original plan to totally not work, to totally tank so that I'd have... The other ones available or, or derivations of them exactly. available as I go. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. We, I mean, we talk as much as we talk yeah. about strategy and how to do things, it's really what are you going to do with what you don't know about that hits you? <laughs> you know. So. Yeah, that's always the curveball. It's like everything's going perfect and then something shuts down on you or somebody pulls the plug on you. I mean, I, I have learned to always have a backup plan so that I can recover quickly. <laughs> so. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, we got about a minute left together, Gabe Arnold. Uh, CopywriterToday.net is the website. You talk also about um, creating a new idea, sort of the startup uh, level to all of this. Talk a little bit about your perspective on that. Yeah. The, um, when you're first starting out, it's, the thing I always share with people that I've learned from other, other great entrepreneurs is validate your idea early. You know, mock up the idea, get the concept you know together quickly, and then go right to your marketplace and say, hey, Here's what we're going to build. Um, if you want to be an early adopter, you know, pay me the X dollars. You know, this is a third of what it'll cost you in the future. But you know, if you're if this makes sense, then get in early and prepay for it. Um, and when you pre-sell your ideas, you validate it that way, and you don't waste tons of time and money building a product that nobody wants to buy. So that's something I always encourage people to do is is pre-sell. You know, before they dive in too far. Yeah, that's also you've talked about that a lot, both in what you've written in the the podcast segments that we've done together over the years, and it's it's uh, something that people don't really weigh in on is is if you've got an idea, rather than investing in creating the idea and manifesting it in the material form, find out what the market is saying about your idea and their interest in actually paying for it, so that you can discover whether it's valid and let the market tell you, rather than go through the, all the ramifications of investing uh, precious capital and time and energy only to find out that there is no market. Uh, Thomas Edison, again, comes to mind. Gabe Arnold, yep. the small biz brain. It's great stuff. Thanks for uh, your contribution here on this show, Gabe. We appreciate you. Copywritertoday.net or 888-618-9123. Anything you could ever want to know or do for your small business in uh, marketing, email marketing, automation, uh, Gabe and his team can help you. 
That's our show for this week. You can listen to our archives on iTunes, Biz Talk Radio, Blog Talk Radio. We're on Stitcher. We're on TuneIn. We're just about anywhere we can be. Uh, really appreciate you as a listener. Reach out to me if you like. I'm at david at smallbizamerica.com. Uh, if you're looking for financing capital for your business, we have uh, a sister company that can help you. Uh, just go to smallbizamerica.com and click on business financing for that. We'll see you next week. Have a great week in your business. Signing off on the BizTalk Radio Network. The opinions you hear on BizTalk Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect those of this station, BizTalk Radio, its management, or advertisers. The information on BizTalk Radio does not constitute a recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or securities. Please consult a professional before investing. If you have any questions about BizTalk Radio, contact us at 817-274-1609 or at biztalkradio.com. Biz Talk Radio. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.